Hello and welcome to season two, episode one of What Not to Do. I am Jonathan Sayer, and uh, I'm the guy who sits here and basically talks about whatever's inside my head, mostly about stuff that either I've learned uh, or need to learn, or we we as a as a country and as a world, we all need to learn together, and that's mostly what not to do. So listen, we're going to get straight into this one. Um, first and foremost, um, this one's about bullies, and I absolutely fucking hate bullies. Uh, I think they're just, you know, they're screwed up people that have to deflect their bullshit. Now listen, in all honesty, I uh, I was bullies as a kid. Alright, so I kind of know what I'm talking about here, and uh, it was pretty bad. Um, but I also did a little bit of bullying too, only because I was bullied and I thought that was the way to be cool. And, uh, I do want to apologize to, uh, certain individuals out there, but the one I can think of the most is, uh, a kid I went to high school with who was, uh, not exactly the most popular kid in, in school. In fact, quite the opposite. Um, his name was Virgil, uh, last name's Johnson. And, uh, hopefully if, if he's out there and anyone knows him or is listening to this and, uh, knows how he's doing, uh, yeah, man, I just want to apologize. Uh, of course I wasn't like super mean or whatever like that. I never beat him up or whatever, but you know, I definitely did my fair share of like, you know, teasing him and stuff and, and that's still bullying. All right. So let's just be honest about that. That's, it's still bullying one way or the other. So let's, uh, you know, I, I just want to say, you know, Virgil, if you're out there listening, brother, I hope everything's going well for you. And I greatly apologize. Um, now again, I was bullied as well. We moved around a lot as uh, when I was a kid. Um, my mother bounced around all over the place, and I, I'm pretty sure at last count, I was 13 different schools by the time I had graduated high school, uh, 12 or 13, something like that. And so I was always the new kid. I was always the new guy. I was always the you know, hey, who's this fuckstick? You know, that was me. Um, I was always the fuckstick, even though I wasn't a fuckstick. They all assumed I was, especially when you bounce from you know. Living in Cleveland, Ohio, and going all the way out to, you know, Podunk, Wellington, Ohio, where they had Tractor Day. And uh, I think they still do have Tractor Day. And I'm not nick- knocking Tractor Day. I mean, my grandfather and father are both farmers. But, you know, when you're moving around so much and you adapt to one specific um, um, lifestyle or one specific, you know, group of people, and then you move and instantly you're now in a totally different setting, <laughs> you tend to be uh, scrutinized for that, you know? So, you know, I was growing up in Cleveland and even if it was just, you know, every weekend with my father, when we bounced around, my dad's house was always the, you know, that was my, always my home. Um, because that was where, you know, he was always there and that house was always there no matter what my, you know, we bounced around and went all over the place, but that house was always home. And so, you know, when I'd go there, I'd be hanging out with cousins and friends and stuff like that. And it was definitely a, a different, uh, environment. Uh, so when we move out to a place like, you know, Wellington, Ohio, and here I am walking in with, and I'm going to date myself a little bit here, walking in with a pair of filas and some baggy pants and a big oversized hoodie, with my headphones on and, you know, and I'm listening to hip hop and these boys out there are listening to Leonard Skinner, you know, and, and freaking country, you know, got their freaking John Deere, um, fucking hats on and their Carhartt jackets and, you know, camouflage everything with a gun rack in the back. I'm like, you dude, you're a freshman in high school and you have a gun rack. That's scary as fuck. So, um, 
needless to say, I'd move, moved out there, moved around to other places too. And, uh, and I got messed with, I got messed with, uh, quite a bit. There were a couple people that, uh, you know, I, I would like to say I forgive you, but I don't, I think you're an asshole. Um, and if you did that to me, you probably did it to other people. And if you know, you're a bully out there that scarred certain people, then yeah, you fucking suck period. And, uh, if you're listening to this and you're a parent and your kids are doing this, you're a shitty parent and you should stop and uh, make sure you realize what your parent or what your kids are doing. And if you're a kid or a parent, excuse me, of a child who is getting bullied, you need to step up and you need to step in on that and, and figure it out. All right. So we're going to go through a bunch of different stuff here, but, uh, you know, my, my bullying being bullied, should I say it, it did mess me up because my home life sucked, you know, moved around a lot. My stepdad, stepdad was a dick mom uh, totally i've touched on this before in past episodes but you know rough rough childhood you know rough uh, home life and so then when you go to school which is an escape from that bs and then you're just getting picked on and, and messed with there it turns you know like what, what the hell do i do you know you got really no place to go so you know um i can honestly say that i attempted suicide and um it didn't work and i'm glad because i'm here now to tell these stupid stories um, and we will be uh, doing an episode. I, I keep saying we, but this is just me. I'll be doing an episode on um, uh, on suicide as well coming up. I want to start getting real with you people. I want people to listen to these these episodes and just go, you know what? I, I, I get it because I want you to know you're not alone. All right. You're not alone in any of this stuff. Any of these things that we're going to be talking about, you know, it may be one in 10, one in 20, one in 2000, whatever it is. Somebody out there is going to associate with what I'm talking about. And for you guys, that's what I'm here for. And that's what I want to talk about. You know what I mean? So um, let's get into the statistics on bullying. All right. So um, get it straight right off the bat. Around 75% of school shooting cases have been linked to bullying and harassment. And now, right now, you know, shootings are insane everywhere right now. They're so much more prevalent now. And it's probably because of the media and everything else as well. Um, but it's just ridiculous. And more than 160,000 children skip classes each day, each day, because of the fear of being bullied. Surprisingly, many parents still believe that bullying at schools or online is a total natural and, and it helps children become stronger. No, you're a fucking idiot. All right? You're an idiot. That does not make your kid become stronger at all. I promise you. I know you think that it's kind of like tough love and now they got to toughen up. And, oh, man, don't stop being so sensitive. No, that's not it. You're an asshole. Fix this shit. All right. Um, some may even think that cyberbullying isn't isn't a real thing because, you know, they're they're so far out of the, the, the spectrum of what that is, whether they're older or whatever the case may be. I'm telling you right now, it's a real thing. All right. And it sucks. Um, and, it, and it does impact the same way, if not worse than the old school forms of bullying do. You know, uh, the teasing, pushing, name calling, hanging up on or hanging up, you know, just just screwing around with and whatever, or uh, deciding not to hang out with them and pushing them out of things. It's, it's all the same shit. Um, however, numbers now show that the situation with bullying in general has already crossed the line and requires immediate attention. OK, so if you're listening to this immediate attention, don't let this shit go. So let's go through uh, some of the statistical facts on bullying. All right. So more than one out of every five students report being bullied. It's over 20% people. All right. So think about that. One out of every five students. So if you get 10 students in your class, at least two of them are being bullied in some way or another. You know what I mean? Like it could be physical. It could be mental, emotional, whatever it is, but it's still happening. 
The federal government um, began collecting data on school bullying in 2005 when it was around 28%. So it has gone down a little bit. Okay. But I just think it's, we're getting to that day and age where, you know, people are going, okay, I got to fucking fix this. Um, 12 to 18 year old students report a, a middle rate, kind of a generalized rate of um, 35% for traditional bullying involvement and 15% for cyberbullying involvement. So that's almost two in every five kids. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's fucking a lot, man. 33% of students who reported being bullied at school indicated that they were bullied at least once or twice a month during the school year. So most of this shit's happening at school. Now, again, it does happen online. So some little shitty trolls out there trying to be, you know, I don't know, funny. I guess they think it's funny to go in and light this fire and walk away and just watch the dumpster burn. You know, like that's just, it's stupid to me. And hopefully it's stupid to you. And if you're one of those people who happens to think it's funny to troll people, you're an asshole. Of those students who reported being bullied, 13% were made fun of, called names or insulted. 12% were the subject of rumors. 5% were pushed, shoved, tripped, or spit on. And 5% were excluded from activities on purpose. Spit on. Okay, do you hear this shit? Some little prick may be spitting on your kid. All right? Or, even worse, your kid may be spitting on someone else. The fuck? All right? We, we as parents, need to make sure that school is a safe haven for everybody you're there to fucking learn because right now our kids aren't learning shit you know they're not learning anything like i actually just listened to um some statistics the other day about how you know you know uh, um the basically uh, idiocracy have you ever seen that movie it's coming to light we are getting dumber where the education is there Especially when it comes to, you know, middle school, grade school, and high school, it's there. Uh, the college and shit like that, that's a that's an entirely different thing because most of those guys just want to, you know, get paid and get out of there. So they don't really give a fuck about what they're making a ton of money to be there. You know what I mean? So who cares? They don't give a shit what they're teaching you. Most of it's shit you're never going to fucking use in your life anyway. But the education is there. However, due to... Whether it's the parenting styles uh, or if it's just, you know, this overwhelming, you know, social media or, or just technology or whatever it is, we are getting dumber. You can go online right now and you can look on like on YouTube and stuff. And there's so many videos of people going around and like literally just asking the most basic questions. Like I was watching one the other day and it literally went up to some people and said, um, what religion do Buddhist monks practice? And they literally had no idea. Okay. Like, okay. It says it in the... F <laughs> anyway, it's Buddhism. Yes, they, they practice Buddhism because they're Buddhist monks. You know what I mean? It's... Damn it. Anyway, so kids are getting dumber. So we got to do something about that. But what I'm saying is, is that it should be a safe haven for them and a learning experience. They're, and I know we're, we're never, ever, ever going to completely stop this. But I think we have to step up and do something about it. All right. And like the way that I stopped my bullying is I finally got fed up and I beat the shit out of a dude in school. I did. I beat the shit out of him. And now do I think that that was the thing to do? And am I telling you to go have your kid go beat the shit out of whoever? No, but I do think that, um, school, unfortunately is kind of like prison where you just got to shank a motherfucker to get some respect. And that sucks. It should not have to be that way. It shouldn't have to be that way. Especially when you're looking at like inner city schools 
and you know schools that have like a, a large student to teacher ratio it's it's so hard for the student or for the teachers to mandate and go through and and pay attention to everybody so of course it's going to slip through the cracks so that's when it comes to the parents parents a teach your kids not to bully don't bully them don't be a dick parent which we're going to have another episode about child abuse versus discipline discipline your kids but don't fucking beat them don't talk down to them don't demoralize them because they're going to turn around and they're going to do that to somebody else because they feel weak and powerless all right so it's up to you to make sure they're not doing that and on the other side of that don't let your kids be bullied all right don't sit there and and powder coat their little butts every time they get a boo-boo or every time you know oh yeah you came in eighth place yay no fuck that why even try then why even try and what's what's in it for these other kids over here who are busting their asses trying to try trying to try that was horrible but attempting to do something better you know shouldn't they be encouraged to do that if if a kid isn't good at something find something else don't sit there and give them a freaking trophy for being 20th place out of 19 kids that's insane all you're doing is creating a problem and you're making them just feel that they deserve whatever they want without working for it and so those kids are the ones that go in and end up getting bullied you know because you've allowed them to be a little freaking puss their entire lives and that's what we're turning into we're turning into a bunch of dumb pussies that's what we're turning into we are a country full of dumb pussies and i'm sorry if you guys don't like that word pussies or whatever but hopefully you understand what i'm saying wussies wimps how's that i don't know whatever you don't like it turn it off i'm sorry don't turn it off. Keep listening. Anyway, 23% of female students report being bullied at school, as opposed to 19% of males. Um, a higher percentage of male than of female students report being physically bullied and threatened with harm. I mean, girls are mean. They are. Trust me, I have three daughters, and I know that they're just mean. They can fly off the freaking handle about the smallest thing, you know? Like, it, it's, yeah, yeah. So, girls girls are mean, but girls also need that 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 supervision. They need that... They need that honesty. They need that love. They need that attention. They need that, you know, I love you, but you're not going to do this. You know what I mean? Period. That You just got to be a fucking parent. And if you don't know how to do it, look online, research things, get help. You, there's therapists out there for parents, man. There's, there's, there's counseling. There's groups for parents. Like, Because listen, man, there's no fucking book for it. If there was, you know, we'd be a lot better off. But there isn't. Everybody... We're going to make mistakes. We're going to screw up, but you have to learn from those mistakes because those kids, you're literally, you're rearing our future and the future of our country and of the world. And if we're not doing it the right way, we are screwed as a society. All right. So just remember that. So bullied students reported that be, uh, bullying occurred in the following places, the hallway or stairway at school. That's 42%. Of course it is because it's out of the classroom. So they're going to hide. Inside the classroom at 34%, which is fucked up. In the cafeteria, 22%. Outside on school grounds, 19%. On the school bus, 10%. And in the bathroom or locker room, which is a little bit less than that. So at least, you know, in the bathroom, I guess it's not as bad. But when I was in school, the bathrooms where all the fights took place. I don't know. Well, whatever. 43% of bullied students report notifying an adult at school about the incident. Students who report higher rates of bullying victimization are more likely to report the bullying. So, in other words, it's like they have to be bullied more before they finally say something about it. You know, they, they just, 
get to that point where they're like, you know what, that's it, I got to say something because this guy just fucking spit on me or punched me going down the hallway. Or Now, these are all things that I've actually had happen in my school when I was in, in school. And to those people that were out there, um, seriously, I hope you get gangrene of the genitalia, you pricks. I know they oh, turn the other cheek. No, <laughs> no, it, it should be eye for an eye. You know what I mean? Like that, that's just my opinion. And uh, now listen, I'm over it. It's not a big deal now. I mean, it is a big deal. Let me, let me rephrase that. It is a big deal, but it isn't harboring my life. You know what I mean? Like I'm not sitting around going, I'm going to go and, you know, what was that movie with Adam Sandler where uh, Steve Buscemi had a, a list <laughs> and he was like going to go and kill everybody that picked on him in school. <laughs> but which is fucked up because that's what happens these people these kids they just feel like they're powerless and that they they've got nowhere to turn and so they say fuck it and that fucking light switch just gets turned on where they go from you know and yes maybe they do have some mental illness maybe they do which are things that as a parent need to be approached if your kids have mental illness don't buy them a fucking gun duh, 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 duh. how's that don't do that don't buy them a gun just anyway more than half of bullying situations 57 percent, stop when a peer intervenes on behalf of the student being bullied it's up to us parents you don't need to be that overbearing holier than thou psychotic parent that wants the the bully to be drawn and quartered but stepping in at the first sign of the problem will fucking help yeah your kid may get shunned for telling mommy or daddy but at least the little fucker that's making your kid miserable will be on the radar okay whether or not he gets in trouble right then, but at least they're going to go, okay, now we know we got to keep an eye on this guy. If the school's doing what they're supposed to do, and hopefully they are. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure eh, it's probably an entirely different thing. So school-based bullying prevention programs decrease bullying by up to 25%. So if there is a bullying prevention program in your school, that's going to help as well. Because hopefully on both sides, the bullies are going to go, okay, I got to stop doing this. And the ones being bullied are going to say, okay, I got to do something about this you know the reasons for being being bullied reported most often and this is fucked up by students include your physical appearance your race or ethnicity your gender disability religion or sexual orientation you know mostly shit that kids can't control god damn it like you they can't control you can't control your your race your physical appearance that's just who you are. Gender. Oh, yeah, because you can really do something about that. If you have a fucking disability, if you're getting picked on, especially if you have a fucking disability, ooh, I swear to God, I want to go and create a, a like a teenage little group of badass, like little martial artists and shit that their sole job is to infiltrate these schools where bullying takes place. And they just go in and they beat the shit out of every bully that's in there. That, that's what I want to do. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. I don't know how I'm going to fund it yet. But I'm going to do that. Maybe. Hopefully. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway. Um, religion. Now that's... A, that's you, it, if you're brought up in a religion, you're not, you can't change that. Now when you're older, and you can make your own decisions, whatever. That's a different thing. But sexual orientation. This drives me fucking crazy. Okay? Insane. So because somebody is gay, doesn't prefer the same thing you do, you're going to go and, 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 and bully them? 
You know what I mean? Like that just, to me, that's, there's something wrong with your ass. If you're doing that, if you have a problem with somebody else, not having the same position you do, not, not having the, the same or a position on things, should I say that could have been weird. But if you have a problem with that, then it's your fucking problem. And you're a fucking prick. If you go and you judge somebody for, for any of these things I just mentioned, period. So let's check out the effects of bullying. So students who experience bullying are at an increased risk for poor school adjustment, sleep difficulties, anxiety, and depression. That is very true. I was I pretty much had all those. Students who are both targets of bullying and engage in bullying behavior are at a greater risk for both mental health and behavior problems than students who only bully or are only bullied. Okay, so if you're being bullied and then taking the negative shit and reflecting it onto someone else, you're more likely to be psychotic. Shocker. Bullied students indicate that bullying has a negative effect on how they feel about themselves, um, which is about 19%. Their relationships with friends and family and on their schoolwork, about 14%. And physical health, 9%. <sighs> students who experience bullying are twice as likely as non-bullied peers to experience negative health effects, such as headaches and stomach aches. Of course they are, because they're fucking you know, scared to go to fucking school. They're scared to see some fucking douchebag walking on the fucking, um, the hallway or to go to the bathroom by themselves or whatever like that. That's bullshit. Again, it's supposed to be a safe haven for our kids, man. And, and you got these little fuckers walking around acting like they're Barney badass trying to impress somebody. You're not impressing nobody. You know what happened to the fucking douchebags that picked on me? Yeah. When we were in high school, they were, you know, the, the jocks and they made like you know freaking senior president and blah 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 yeah they turned into a bunch of alcoholics lost their jobs and ain't got shit going on for them that's what happened to them so good job guys good job that's my golf clap for you fuckers so children who self-blame and conclude that they deserve to be bullied are more likely to face negative outcomes such as depression prolonged victimization and maladjustment all right so so the ones that are like, oh, it's my fault, you know, it's because, you know, I wear these clothes or because, or God forbid, God forbid they're smart. God forbid they raise their hand in class and then they're, they're, they're called a nerd or a dork or a geek or whatever. When the, why the fuck is being smart a bad thing? You know what I mean? Like we should be supporting these kids, man. We should be like, and if you, if you're a high schooler or hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you're not too much younger than that. If you're listening to this podcast, but if you are, or, or even in college, man, you should be getting help from those people. You should be friends with those people. You should be supporting them and saying, dude, that's awesome. Because those motherfuckers are the ones that are going to run the world. They're the Bill Gates. You know what I mean? They're the Elon Musk's. These motherfuckers are going to run shit. So if you're not one of those motherfuckers, make friends with those motherfuckers. Because when shit hits the fan and they go big, you kind of want to be there with them. You know what I mean? You want to support them. You want to be like, yeah, man, this is freaking awesome. Good for you. Don't be envious. Don't be jealous. Get help. You know, help. It, 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 they're, most, of those, most of the people that I've ever met who are, you know, extremely intelligent or just really hardworking when it comes to school and getting like really good grades. They're always, I've never met one that was like, nah, I don't want to help you. No, I, why would I do that? Well, probably cause I fucking picked on you, you little bastards. Anyway, yo, so not, not the, the bastards are the one that picked on them, not the smart guys. 
the smart ones again they're gonna they're gonna run the world smart women i, I said guys but women smart individuals like that's who's gonna take over you know that's who runs the country you know I mean, and I know everyone has this thing about Donald Trump where, you know, they're like, oh, he's stupid or whatever and whatever. I mean, the guy owns a shit ton of business and 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 took, I understand he got a, a million dollar loan or whatever, but he turned it into something way bigger. So he's not as dumb as people think. He needs to shut the fuck up. We all agree on that one, I'm sure. But whether you're a right or left or whatever it is, he did, you can't deny the fact that he he was smart enough to do that. He was smart enough to go into business and make it a business and then and, and, and profit from that. You know what I mean? So smart people. I'm just saying smart people. They kill it. Cyberbullying among high school students. 15.5% are cyberbullied. Uh, the percentages of individuals who have experienced cyberbullying at some point in their lifetimes have nearly doubled from 18% in 2007 to 34% in just 2016. 90% of teens who report being cyberbullied have also been bullied offline. Hmm. See the correlation there? 23% of students who reported being cyberbullied notified an adult at school about the incident. Only 40 to, 40 to 50% of cyberbullying targets are aware of the identity of the perpetrator. Okay, that's that troll shit. It's where someone comes on there like me. But that's also up to us as parents to sit back and go, you know what? Let me see what you're doing online. Let me see what's happening with you. You know, like, let, let me let me see what you're doing, what websites you're on, what social media you're on. You know, like, we should be, you know, being, we should be parents. We should be, you know, not, 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 don't look, you know, don't be looking over their shoulder constantly and be that parent that's like, you can't do this. You know, just make sure you're paying attention. So the second you see a problem with it, you can step in and you can, you can do something about it. Hold on, I'm going to take a drink of my coffee. It's early in the morning here, Friday morning. And um, what what is the date today? Today is the 25th. Hey, it's almost Halloween. By the way, if you guys aren't listening to the Midnight Train podcast, you're missing out. It's really fun. I hear they have a seance coming up for their Halloween episode. That's actually my other podcast. So if you're not familiar, make sure you go check it out. It's just the uh, Midnight Train podcast at gmail.com. Anyway, all right, got that over with. All right, so let's uh, look at what causes someone to bully, Okay. First and foremost, they feel powerless in their own lives. Okay, I just mentioned this. You know, bullying, whether it's verbal, physical, or, or both, is um, in in one. Excuse me, is my mouth? I took a drink of coffee, and now I'm duh. Um, it's just you know, those are both ways that people claim a sense of power in their lives by seeking out those who seem vulnerable and attacking some aspect of their personality that makes them stand out. In other words, you know. They might have old shoes or be too short or too smart or too dumb or too feminine or too whatever. It doesn't really matter. You know, it's just an example of, of just pulling someone else down in order to, you know, to, to be higher than them. In order to be better than someone, you got to make them look worse. And it it, it, it it doesn't work, man, because in the long run, you're still going to feel like shit. You know, both of you are like there, there's obviously problems there, but you're still a dick if you're doing it. Sometimes the feelings of powerlessness come from a problem at work. Or excuse me, from home. I don't know why I said work. <laughs> that was a subliminal there. Freudian slip. <laughs> Sorry, Grace. That's my wife. We work together. So <laughs> for kids, this might be a situation such as excessive fighting in the home, parents getting a divorce, or a close family member suffering from an addiction to drugs or alcohol. For adults, problems in a marriage from disloyalty to general estrangement may lead them to exaggerate their own authority to the point of bullying. So you hear that? So you're having problems at home, so you start bullying your kid 
whether you're intentionally do it or not, you're kind of just, you're deflecting on them. You know what I mean? And like you're, you're putting your shit on them and they're going to turn around. They're going to put their shit on someone else. Um, let's see. Uh, number two, uh, someone else is bullying them. In many cases, bullying causes bullying. Like I just said, a person may feel bullied by their parents, their boss, or an older sibling. Getting bullied by any of these people who are in an assumed position of authority may tempt some to claim a sort of authority for themselves through bullying, rather than just reaching out for help and dealing with their own issues. And and that that happens a lot. And, I, and I've touched on this a couple times. Is that you know, if if you feel shitty, you want to feel better by making someone else feel shitty because someone else made you feel shitty. You know, that's a horrible cycle. That's horrible. Like that's insane. Um cyberbullying or bullying others online is often a byproduct of someone being bullied in their offline life. Um trolls. So all you trolls out there, you're just sad pathetic little fuckers that need help. Some people who are uh, perceived as weak or perceive themselves that way use the internet to try and reinvent themselves into someone more powerful or intimidating. Fucking troll they may join open chats or forums and threaten other participants. Often, cyberbullying can be an extension of real-world bullying, too. For example, hacking into social media account in order to display negative rumors about another person. What is wrong with you? Got too much time in your hands. Bullies are often jealous of or frustrated with the person they are bullying. This is number three. When a person picks on someone for always being the first to raise their hand in class, like I just mentioned, or getting the best grade on test and ruining the curve or even picking up many of the promotions at work, they may become an easy target for bullies. Why? Because they're fucking better than you at something. Boo fucking who? Seriously? Seriously. Like, you're better at me than something. Dude, I've been a musician my entire life. Okay? And... You know, people use, oh, you're you're such an awesome singer and blah, blah, blah. And I'm always, well, not always when I was younger. I was kind of a dick. But but anyway, I grew out of that. Um, but I'm always like, nah, man, I'm, I'm okay. But this guy is awesome. Like, oh, man, this, this dude's like one of the best front men ever. This dude's got such a great voice. Or, you know, man, this he's such a fucking amazing guitarist. Like, you guys, that's awesome that you guys are, you know, going on tour. You guys got a record deal or, or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course, there's a little bit of envy there. There should be. Someone's doing something that you strive so hard to do or wish you could do. But again, we should be praising them and holding them up. Now, you know, don't blow smoke up their asses because that's just going to make it worse. You know, especially if they're an egotistical monster like a lot of people that I know and that I maybe kind of was when I was younger. Anyway, um, yeah, so, you know, support them. Um, some of the things that make people different are generally neutral characteristics, but some, like being smart, focused, or creative, often represent traits that the bully wishes they shared with their victim. By seeking to undermine someone else's skills, bullies try to create a more level playing field. Again, what I just said. You know what I mean? Another possible answer to the question, what are the causes of being bullied, is that the bully may actually share the characteristic for which they are bullying the other person. <laughs> they may be embarrassed by their own intelligence and fear being called a nerd, so they make the accusation of, of someone else. Those who bully because of a person's sexual orientation may still be trying to figure out their own and to come to terms with it. Okay, so you hear that, right? What that's basically saying is, is that if someone's picking on someone else because they're gay, homosexual, lesbian, trans, whatever the, whatever the, the, the person's being picked on for, there may be a little bit of them in you again that sounded weird let me rephrase that 
<laughs> you may be trying to deal with the fact that you may feel the way that they are, you know, and you, you can't figure it out. Like you don't really want to admit that you're gay, whether it's family or just from self, whatever or friends, like you may, you may, you may have a problem. If you're picking on someone who's gay, it, it, it could be deeper than just, Oh, he's gay, man. Oh, I got such a, he's a, he's a queer, Ugh. stupid asses. It's probably your own. That's your own ignorance. And that is your own problem that you've got to figure out. All right. And if you know someone like that, they're probably gay or at least have those tendencies or thoughts. And there's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong with it is pushing it aside and not admitting who you are and then turning around and belittling somebody else because that's who they are. That's ridiculous. Sack up, admit who you are, admit what you are and fucking go on with life. It might be tough, but dude, Life is tough, and that's exactly what this podcast is about. It's about what not to do. Don't be a dick. That's not the bottom line on this one. (laughs) Uh, The next one is a lack of understanding or empathy. In some cases, a person may bully because there is an aspect of a person's personality that they don't understand or don't agree with. They may also have a prejudice against a person's race, religion, or sexual orientation. And in many instances, they may even think that targeting a person whom they see as exuding, quote, wrong behavior as a good thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's fucked up. Like, you, you, you gotta. That leads into something else, though. Okay, the lack of understanding, that's kind of. Well, even the empathy part, too, I think that's kind of taught. Like, yeah, there's some people that have, like, deep-seated emotional, you know, mental problems. And there's really nothing you can do about that. But I do believe that um, teaching a sense of empathy and understanding in our children, that's huge. You know, when you sit down and you talk to them and, you know, they're upset about something or confused about something or, or whatever, you know, or, or somebody else, don't ever sit there and go, you know, yeah, fuck those guys. It doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter what the fuck they're going through. Who gives a shit? Fuck them and their parents. Uh, whatever it is. Don't do that. You know, maybe maybe have that person, your, your son or daughter, sit down and go, okay, you know, why is this person, you know, what's what's this person going through? You know what I mean? Like, could is it possible that this person could be going through some shit? I mean, think about it. Think about when you're in high school. When I was in middle school, um, there was a kid named Eric. And I'm not going to use his last name just because I don't, yeah. Anyway, there was a kid named Eric, and I, and I thought he was a little, he was different. He was a little feminine, you know, like, I mean, hell, I was a little feminine when I was a kid, you know what I mean? I was raised by women. I had freaking a mom and three sisters raising me, you know? Well, one sister and three stepsisters. Yeah. Anyway, um, so of course I was, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't think anyone really knows who they are when you're in like, you know, grade school and middle school i don't think i don't think anyone really knows yet like you you you, you're confused i mean it's a confusing fucking time um but i thought you know yeah he was a little bit different Uh, well turns out that he 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 came out like years later you know what i mean i'm i never once made fun of the guy i never once even if i saw him in high school or whatever i would never be like because god can you imagine how hard that would have been especially growing up I graduated in 94, so this is like in the 80s and early 90s. It wasn't exactly the most socially acceptable thing in the world, you know? So that's got to be hard enough. And then for some twat-sickle to come over and fucking belittle and pick on and demean this person because of who they are. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I'm starting that 
that that uh, that ninja club. Maybe that's what I'll call it. Teenage Ninja Club. No, that's not good. Uh, I'll figure it out. Um, also, la- uh, another one here. They're looking for attention. Some bullies would never think of themselves as bullying. They think that all they are doing is teasing a bit and may even be trying to communicate or even befriend the person they are bullying. You know, like when you were younger and you saw a cute girl and you're like, you go over and you push her down. Okay, and I don't know if that's kind of extreme, but still, you know what I'm saying. You tease on them or whatever because you like them or whatever. Um, these social issues lead them to have trouble communicating in a healthy way and instead turn to insults or even physical violence as a way of communicating. Many times bullies are actually very lonely people who do not have many, if any, true friends and want to attract whatever attention they can. Again, this is home life stuff. You know what I mean? we got to be working on this stuff at home, people. Bullies in this group are often easiest to turn around because they may be open to the concept of killing with kindness. Again, find out what's going on with them. Talk to them, you know? A bully person may be able to reduce the instances of bullying and even make friends with the bully um, by standing their ground and being nice to the bully, regardless of how they are treated. Uh, By giving the bully positive attention before they have the chance to seek negative attention, they can make things better for themselves and the bully. I used to, when I got bullied, I would make fun of myself. I would joke. I would tease with people. I would, I would just crack jokes and, and, and it worked a lot. You know, I'd sit there and, you know, they'd be like, nice shoes. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, I found them in the dumpster out back. (laughs) You know what I mean? And they're like, no, you didn't. (laughs) I'm like, anyway, uh, next one. Bullies come from dysfunctional families. A dysfunctional family is not a guarantee that a child will become a bully. Okay. I came from a dysfunctional family. Um, Parents divorced at five, you know, it happens. And uh, for all you parents uh, that are having difficulties in your, you know, with your family life and whatever, and you, you know, people that have grown up with a dysfunctional family, um, you know, that sucks. It really does. And it's, it's hard to deal with, um, but you gotta be tougher than that. You know, you gotta, you know, don't shut the world off and be an asshole, but you know, you gotta come to terms with it. Uh, however, a large number of bullies come from homes where there is a, uh, there's little affection and openness. They may often witness their parents being aggressive towards friends, siblings, or other members of the family. So they're learning this shit at a young age. They see this stuff and there's just so many, like, just on a psychological level. It's just, it's, it's fucking crazy. The mind, especially a child's mind, is a sponge. It's picking up everything, especially from the people they hold in high regard. And that's you guys, the parents out there. And if you don't have kids, and if you're listening to this right now and you don't have any kids, A, (laughs) I almost want to say congratulations, but no, I love my kids. I love being a father. Um, but but it's hard. It is really hard. It, it is super hard. And if you know someone that has kids, um, try to help them out, especially if you see some some faults going on there. Because it's it's not, again, there's no book for it, you know. Um, bullies need to be in control. This is the next one. Kids who push others around are often driven by the need for power. They enjoy being able to subdue others. These types of kids are typically impulsive and hot-headed, and they thrive when their victims cower in their presence. Mm, sociopath. Next one, bullying behaviors get uh, bullying behavior gets rewarded. Most people don't do this intentionally. However, the perpetrator is inadvertently rewarded anytime victims give up their lunch money or belongings. They also get rewarded by gaining popularity, attention, or the power of having others afraid of them. These unintentional rewards reinforce bullying behavior and encourage the perpetrator to keep pushing others around. Right. So if no one's going to stop him and he can just be a dick and take people's shit, he's going to just keep doing it. You know, yeah, future freaking award-winning asshole there. Uh, next one, bullies don't care how others feel. 
We talked about that. They really don't give a shit. Um, you know, no empathy. Um, they can't regulate their emotions, you know? So, I mean, when people get frustrated and angry, they can usually stop themselves from doing things that will hurt others when kids don't have the ability to regulate their emotions. Small annoyances can provoke them and cause them to severely overreact. For example, a child may be innocently walking down the hall and accidentally bump into a bully. Even though the child apologizes, the bully may lose his temper and slam the dude into the wall or chick. That's fucked up, too. It's like if you're walking around and like just powder kegs of people just or people powder kegs people that are powder kegs i'm trying to convert that euphemism there and i don't know if i got it right anyway you know what i'm talking about they're just walking around ready to explode and all of a sudden oh you scuffed your shoe i'm sorry oh man i'm so sorry and then you're in a fist fight with some dude that's just angry you know uh anyway yeah so those are you know what what basically causes bullies or why people become bullies all right so now let's move on to some some of the more scientific stuff or for mental health disorders, you know, during childhood and stuff like that. All right. Okay. So a newish study suggests that those who had mental health disorders during childhood are three times more likely to become bullies. Okay. Think about that. You know, so if you had mental health disorders during childhood, you're three times more likely likely to become a bully. Researchers at Brown University analyzed survey responses from parents of nearly 64,000 children ages 6 to 17 who were identified as having a mental health disorder and those who were identified as bullies. An estimated 15% of U.S. children in 2007 were identified as bullies by a parent or guardian, according to the responses, which were part of the 2007 National Survey of Children's Health. All right. Those who were considered the bullies were more than twice as likely to experience depression, anxiety, and attention deficit disorder. All right, so you see where I'm getting here. They were also six times more likely to be diagnosed with oppositional defiant disorder, characterized by ongoing episodes of anger and hostility, especially toward um, authority figures such as you know parents, teachers, or other adults. Um, according to Dr. Stephanie Hines, director at the Center for Human Development at Beaumont Children's Hospital in Royal Oak, Michigan, one of the findings call for children identified as bullies to be screened for mental health disorders. All right. So, again, this is uh, something that as parents, you know, we need to be kind of setting these things up. You know, we need to be checking things out and, and saying this is, you know, I obviously see something in my child and we have to, you know, we've got to figure it out. You know, um, so just to get a little bit further into that. So the uh, a recent study presented to the American Psychological Association's annual convention concluded that those who have been chronically bullied are more likely to become uh, to be convicted of a crime. The study was conducted by Michael G. Turner, Ph.D., a criminologist and professor at the University of North Carolina, Charlotte. Almost 14% of those who reported being bullied repeatedly from childhood through their teens ended up in prison as adults, compared to 6% of non-victims, 9% of childhood-only victims, and 7% of teen-only victims. All right. So basically, someone who was per- just progressively in their throughout their entire childhood, basically, and in, in through their teens and in high school and grade school and all that stuff, they were way more likely, like almost double, to become a, um, a criminal. All right. Um, when comparing rates of convictions, more than 20% of those who endured chronic bullying were convicted of crimes compared to 11% of non-victims, 16% of childhood victims, and 13% of teen victims. So this is what bullying does, okay? They're saying through the Psychological Association, American Psychological Association, like these are actual criminologists and doctors that are saying that this is, bullying causes problems 
in in the long run all right so the study found that those who were bullied from childhood into their teens were more likely to be arrested convicted and or incarcerated for crimes compared to those who were only bullied as children only bullies bullied as teens or not bullied at all all right so looking at an extreme case of criminal activity like serial killing all right this is going to get you know i'm a huge um i don't want to say fan well, I guess I'm a fan of true crime. I'm definitely not a fan of serial killers. I think anyone that murders somebody or does something like that's a piece of shit. And that's all there is to it. So Robert Hansen was a serial killer said to be responsible for the murder of 17 women in Alaska. All right. And it's a pretty fucked up story. So if you guys get a chance to, you know, research um, Robert Hansen, I'm sure all your favorite true crime podcasts out there like Sword and Scale and, you know, all those have probably touched on this. Maybe, maybe time suck. I don't know if they actually did or not. Um Dan Cummins over there, he, he may have touched on that, I'm not sure. Um, so Hanson was bullied as a child, which is a, quote, common in serial killers, according to fearnet.com's Alex Wax. Kids IQ Test Center also says uh, many or most American serial killers will, were bullied as a child. Um, referencing Radford University's Dr. Mike Amat, who actually runs the Serial Killer Information Center. So the guy knows what he's talking about, okay? Um so going through this and saying that the you know serial killers being the bullies uh, during their childhood and the you know findings by the FBI behavioral science um, unit, they found that 71% of the murderers they profiled experience a sense of isolation in their childhood, and 77% experience this during their adolescence. Isolation can per- can provoke one to live in a fantasy world. In the case of children who are serial killers in the making, common ways for them to act on their murder fantasies is to torture animals and bully their peers. So this is on the other side of this. So this is saying that, you know, this is now the people who are bullying tend to have these tendencies and 77% of them are doing this kind of stuff. All right. So bullying in many cases undoubtedly causes some form of emotional turmoil, whether it's the bully or if it's the one being bullied. The fact that it can increase the chance of future criminal activity from misdemeanors to felonies is just one more reason that we got to stop this shit, guys. All right. We have to stop this whole bullying thing. And I know it sounds like such a, you know, with everything going on in the world. But I mean, if if one thing leads to another and that final income or income in game, that final outcome, that's the word I was looking for words. <laughs> but if that final outcome is so devastating and just horrifying then we should be looking at this when it's the most minute beginning of the situation you know um so the study highlights the important role that healthcare professionals can play early in a child's life when bullying is not adequately addressed by teachers parents or guardians with appropriate questions during routine medical checkups the doctors you know they can be uh, uh, they can get critical first points of contact for children's or childhood victims you know what i mean so the doctors out there can be doing this as well. They can be sitting out there and they could, you know, literally be identifying if, if these children are being bullied, if they have these precursors to, you know, certain things that may lead like, I mean, all right. So if if you guys go back and you, uh, you look at the perpetrators of like Columbine, um, or pretty much every other, um, instance of a school shooting or mass shootings when it comes to like, you know, in schools and stuff like that, or colleges, there's usually nine times out of 10, if not more, it's probably like 99 out of a hundred. There are signs that are there. There are little 
signs that are there, maybe big signs that we just aren't taking into account. We do not focus enough on mental illness and mental health in this country. And I know everyone's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, mental health, mental health. Yeah, but if we're not doing anything about it, what the fuck does it matter? You know, you're still going to have people going out. And that, now, listen, you're always going to have these bad people. They're going to go out and do stuff. But if you or we as a society, as the, as the parents, as the teachers, as the doctors, as the guidance counselors, as the, as the whatever that has the, we have this ability to kind of see these little inclinations then we should be the ones that are stepping up and doing it. Now, I understand it's a lot easier said than done, especially when it comes to, you know, health insurance and, you know, all these different things. But you ha- we have to figure it out. All right. We, we, and again, listen, I am, I'm, I'm a pretty conservative person. You know what I mean? I guess I consider myself a Republican, even though I can kind of consider myself nonpartisan, but I guess I'm kind of a Republican that way. But I do have some liberal ideologies as well, or, or should I say I believe in or, you know, administer those. And I do believe that healthcare is bullshit in this country. It's absolute bullshit. It's a fucking mockery. And if you don't agree with me, then you're either part of the problem or you just, you don't know what the hell's going on, but it's, it's horrible. Um, I, I mean, children should be, it should be free. I'm sorry. Healthcare for the kids should be free. It should be f- free for everybody. Uh, or at least, toned down to the point where people don't fucking go broke or in debt for the rest of their lives because god forbid they had an illness we're human beings we are organic carbon life forms that have problems okay it's like a fucking computer man you know what i mean it's like anything that has moving parts and it's living and whatnot we're, we're gonna have problems we're gonna get older or bones and joints and and illnesses and you know cancers and things like that they're gonna pop up so instead of taking advantage of those people and taking advantage of, of, you know, the fact that we are going to get sick and we are going to have these things and then monetarily gaining from that, we should be as a whole, we should be helping each other out more. You know what I mean? The system, the government, they should, they should be more concerned about their citizens. And you'd think you would think that that'd be a huge thing too, because if your citizens are dying and your people are dying, they can't really vote for you kind of hard it's kind of hard to vote when you're dead you know what i mean i'm just i'm, I'm just spitballing here i'm just i'm just saying it's kind of hard to vote when you're dead you know <laughs> so anyway i know i'm meandering i'm going on and on and uh just want to say guys that uh you know we got to figure this shit out and uh so what not to do at the end of this here's how it is don't let your kids bully don't let it happen. Do not be that parent that is oblivious and doesn't pay attention to what their kids are doing. Don't allow your kids to be bullied. The second you hear about it, make sure your kids are open with you. Make sure your kids can talk to you. Make sure they can come to you and they can tell you anything. If it, even if it fucking pisses you off. Even if it's something that you just, just like, God damn it. You know, even if it's something like that, they need to be able to talk to you. Because when it comes to something super important, you know, you're going to wish they did. Because when the time comes and and something bad does happen, whether it's from them or to them, you're going to fucking wish that you did. All right. So that's 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 the for you parents out there who may have, you know, just just parents in general. If you got children, talk to them. Pay attention to what's going on with them in their lives, their school lives, their personal lives, um, them online, everything they're doing. And again, you don't have to be some overbearing, you know, 
You can't do anything. Get in your room and, you know, I'll slide the peanut butter under the door. Don't do that. You can't do that. By the way, I don't know why sliding peanut butter under the door. Anyway, focus on your children. Let's all of us focus on our children. It doesn't matter if it's my child or somebody else's child. Almost all of my friends have kids. And if I see or hear something that I believe needs to be approached or that there's a problem, you're fucking right. I'm going to say something about it. Okay. And I have, I've said stuff to my friends before too. Not in a dickish way. Like, dude, your, your kid's a fucking dick. I don't do that. I don't do that at all, but I will pull them aside. And be like, bro, you know, like, is everything cool? Like kind of acting, whatever. And then we'll, you know, talk it out and maybe even bring it to their attention. They may not even be noticing it because sometimes life does get in the way, but nothing should get in the way of your children. All right. So remember that nothing should get in the way of your children. Anyway, enough of my bullshit. Just remember, I love my wife, love my kids, and I love beer. This is Jonathan Sayer with What Not To Do. Make sure you're checking out the Midnight Train. It's definitely less heavy than this shit. Um, It's a lot more, you know, it's goofy. We talk about all kinds of spooky shit. So make sure you're checking that out. Make sure you're liking, subscribing. uh, Find me on uh, Twitter. Find me on uh, on the What Not To Do podcast anywhere. Um, Yeah, because that's where I'll be. Send me a message at whatnottodo at gmail.com or whatnottodopodcast at gmail.com. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Sorry. <laughs> Don't have my notes in front of me. Uh, haven't done this in a while. i um, been focusing on the other podcasts, but I'm going to get back on this, guys, so you can, uh, you know, just, you know you got somebody out here that understands, man. You're not alone. All right? So in saying that, I want to thank you guys so much, and you guys have a blessed day. Hug those kids. See ya. <laughs>